0: There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcast at Dubai I 1038.com. Your weekend home for all things sport. <laughs>
1: this is The Grill on Dubai I 103.8.
0: Live from Barasti,
1: here's Tom Urquhart.
2: Let's find out what's happening in some of the live games on at the moment. Let's start over in Spain where Barcelona are taking on Getafe
0: half Yeah, they are, uh, they are indeed taking on Getafe. And I can tell you they lead at the break by two goals to nil. Do Barcelona. It was Antoine Griezmann, Lionel Messi again pulling all the strings, coming deep, just making things happen for this Barcelona side. It was he that set up Antoine Griezmann. Lovely little outside of the left boot finish over the onrushing Getafe goalkeeper. And then it was Sergi Roberto that profited again. Messi picking it up, feeding it out to the left hand side. Junior it was for a Poe, got it across goal and there was Sergio Roberto on his weaker left foot just to slot it in to the bottom corner. So halftime, Barca did ride their luck a little bit early on in that first half. They had a goal disallowed at Getafe. It was Alan Neom who had been a judge to have followed Samuel Mtiti in the build-up to him, slotting it in after Antoine eh, Mark. Andre Ter Stegen had saved, should I say, from Neom. So, Neom had thought he had given Hitafi the lead, it wasn't to be Barcelona lead at the break. Two goals to nil.
2: Uh, Lecce have taken the points against Spal, SPAL. Uh, they beat them by two goals to one full-time there. Waiting for Bologna against Genoa is going to be a 9 o'clock kickoff. Should we get down to the
0: Bundesliga?
2: Because goals flying in yeah, there. Yeah, goals
0: flying in as they always do. The German Bundesliga, an exciting season this year, I can tell you. Union Berlin 1, Bayer Leverkusen 1 into the final 20 minutes in all of these kickoffs, Augsburg 1 from. RB Leipzig, they lead Werder Bremen by 3 goals to nil. it was Lucas Kosterman who had given RB Leipzig the lead, of course Julian Nagelsmann, what a job he has done at that football club, they can leapfrog Bayern at the top of the table for a few hours at least, they do lead 3-0, they've had a happy day of it thus far, RB Leipzig, they've been on the rocks a little bit, they've been wobbling in the last couple of weeks, Paderborn 1, Hertha Berlin 2, of course Hertha Berlin, parting company with Jürgen Klinsmann this past week and Hoffenheim, they are taking on Wolfsburg, 72 minutes on the clock on that one. It is two apiece. Your late game this evening, it is Fortuna Dusseldorf against Borussia Mönchengladbach. That one kicks off 9.30.
2: What about uh, Scotland? You want to be with the away wins uh, on your Bulls draw today if you're up in Scotland. Hamilton leading Hearts by two goals to nil at half-time and St Johnson with one goal need against Ross County uh, in the two games that are being played up in Scotland despite uh, a number of them being postponed. And
0: just very quickly on that, I know it's Scottish football. I know many of our listeners perhaps don't pay any attention to Scottish football but that Hearts nil Hamilton 2 scoreline is important Tom because what it does mean is Hearts will be cut adrift at the bottom of the Scottish premiership table and when I say that's a shock I mean Hearts have the fourth all right, third or fourth highest budget in Scottish mm. football, they've had an absolute Horrible. nightmare of a season, they've won just 3-27 there'll be four points adrift of Hamilton and St Mirren on 22 points and despite the fact Strindle, eh, Daniel Strendel came in the former Barnsley manager, the man that took Barnsley up to the Championship, the German, he's come in, it's not worked, it's not worked at all and Hearts are staring into the abyss right now, they're 2-0 down at half time they're four points clear of safety at the bottom of the Scottish Premiership.
2: Let me run you through the half time scores in the championship and then we'll hand over to Chris to pick up on any storylines coming from those. Uh, So uh, a little earlier on today, West Brom and Not Forest uh, shared the points, two apiece there. Uh, As to your half-time scores, Birmingham won, Brentford won, Cardiff are losing to Wigan two goals to one at half-time. Charlton are losing to Blackburn at home, uh, 2-0 to Blackburn uh, in that particular game. No goals at Derby there against Huddersfield today. Barnsley have taken a half-time lead against Fulham uh, at Fulham. Uh, Leeds have taken the lead against Bristol City, it's 1-0 Nil there. Middlesbrough nil. Luton 1. Preston and Millwall, no goals to talk about there. Plenty of goals at QPR 2 2 against Stoke half time there. And Sheffield Wednesday, they're trading to Reading at half time.
0: McCarty. I guess the big one is Ellen Road, Leeds United, they've been on a wobble. Marce- Marcelo Bialsa's Leeds could do no wrong at the start of the campaign. They've just hit the skids in recent weeks, but they will be buoyed by the fact that West Brom, the league leaders, dropped two points earlier today at home to Nottingham Forest. So they lead Luke Eiling, the former Arsenal man it is, who has given Leeds eh, a lead in that one against a Bristol City side under Lee Johnson, who... And a very good team on their day. So make no mistake, that would be a big three points for Leeds. Elsewhere, not really much. Barnsley, I guess, beating Fulham. Fulham currently in third in the table, looking to chase down both West Brom and Leeds. They're losing to a Barnsley side, struggling at the wrong end of the table. So a big 15 minutes for Scott Parker to tear into his troops. Elsewhere it's kind of as you'd expect. It could be a big three points for Wigan Athletic. Uh, they lead 2-1 at Cardiff Wigan at the wrong end of the table. Lee Cook has done a decent job getting that football club into the championship. So they would be your big three talking points. An awful lot can change in the next 45 minutes.
2: Indeed, to the kind of English Premiership where uh, we are just after half-time into the second half most of these games. London Irish are leading Harlequins at Quins at the moment. Wasps uh, 6, Leicester 3 is half-time score in that one. Uh, also leads for the other two, for Saracens and Worcester against Sale and Bath respectively. Leinster look to have wrapped up the points against the Cheetahs in the Guinness Pro 14 and Scarlets are losing to Edinburgh uh, over in uh, Wales at the moment. That brings you up to date with some of the live scores. We'll keep an eye on those. Ross Kirst has a special guest.
3: Yeah, that's right. Thank you very much, Tom. It's funny how life works sometimes. A couple years ago, I was flying uh, to Kuwait for an event, and you know, fly Dubai puts me right next to our next guest, sitting down right next to me. And I just thought, you know, this lady has such a cool story to tell, so we got to bring her on stage on the air now. So, introducing now our next guest, Manel Rostom, Manny. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me, Rossi. So,
3: so, Manny, we'll get to what you're about to accomplish or looking to accomplish here in Tokyo. Tokyo towards the in in a couple questions here but I just want to rewind it back to our listeners and introduce surviving hijab which because you are the founder of this and just tell me the story of how you got started with that
1: so, Survive Hijab is a women's only online community on Facebook that I started about 5 years ago um, to support women who cover yet are facing some sort of discrimination around the world. Like, you know, some places ban us, um, some beaches ban us, some posh resorts and hotels they don't allow women to enter and it's offensive and if a woman doesn't think that, you know, she can use her voice to fight things like that, she ends up feeling small and defeated and, you know, humiliated. So, to counteract all these actions and events, um, you know, I created this um, safe haven for them to come online and share their stories, and perhaps empower them and give them a voice. Um, you know, to, to, to stop these sort of things. And um, the online community went viral, and um, you know, just to make a very long story short, you know, um, from from 80 women that I handpicked, it's a closed community, meaning that you can only find it if you search for it. So it's not a public group and that's what makes it so special and it's only for women. Um, We went from 80 women that I handpicked in 2014, August 2014, to 740,000 women to date. Um, Last year we were recognized as top 100 most influential groups on Facebook and we won an award by Mark Zuckerberg. Um, It was basically a grant to help us finance our projects Um, and, and yeah, so we are recognized globally and worldwide as the most empowering online community for women who cover so that's the story for Surviving Jabs so for anyone listening um, on Instagram we're open so everybody can um, follow us I've just followed thank you so
0: 750,000 on Facebook on Facebook is that where we're currently at today yes yeah! Wow! It's,
3: yeah, that's yeah. And It's simply amazing, and you yourself have done a phenomenal job. If you haven't seen her around town, you're doing group fitness Thank classes. You, you are a, a pharmacist, a trained pharmacist as well. She's a Nike running ambassador. She's, I mean, one of the craziest Instagrams out there. So <laughs> if you are on the IG, she's at Manny Rostam. But. Manny, I mean, you're quite the athlete in your own right as well. I mean, it's not just it's not just all about surviving a job. You y- yourself are a distance runner and a, a climber. Tell us your, I guess, your athletic journey to where you're at now.
1: Uh, so um, I'm gonna start with running because that's what like I'm mostly passionate about. So um, to date, I've done 13 marathons. Um, I'm the first Egyptian woman to run the China Wall Marathon, which you know made me so famous when it happened in 2016. I've run Muscat, I've run Kuwait, I've done Dubai a couple of times, I've done Cairo. Um, and then in 2017, I started to set eyes on the six world marathon majors, because I didn't know of their existence before that. And then I realized that there are six top world marathon majors, and they are New York, Boston, Chicago, Berlin, um, Tokyo, and what else did London. I miss? And London. London. There you go. So I started with New York in 2017, thinking that I'm just it was just going to be a one-off, you know? <laughs> I never thought, like, I remember when I went to the expo and seeing, you know, that wall with all the flags and medals of the other countries. I'm like, um, maybe in another life, you know, where will I get the time? Where will I get the money? Well, you know, you just tend to feel that these things would never, like, actually materialize. And then from there, I was like, you know what? Berlin is, like, six hours away. Um, I know, like, Boston, the, the U.S. is, like, 12 hours. But, I mean, it's doable, Right. And then it was a mission. So in 2018, I did Berlin and Chicago back to back, crazy. And then last year I did Boston and London back to back. But a lot of brands were supporting me at that point. You know, like, you know, I got a hotel sponsoring actually the hotel where we're from, but here, you know, where they're actually like sponsoring most of my marathon major stays. Um, they were so kind like that. Like, can I say the name or? Oh, yeah, I can't. Sure. So, go right ahead. So, yeah, so, so the Western oh, I... Hotels. Yeah, I'm, I'm just scared. And, of course, I'm a Nike ambassador, so they also support me a lot. And then Tokyo's left in March.
3: And you, speaking of Tokyo, you'll be the first Egyptian to conquer this feat, the six world majors. What will that mean to you?
1: Look, uh, I've been running since I was 13 years old. Um, you know, it's, it's sad that I have this injury. Like, I know I'm not going to get a great time in, in Tokyo, but... I really feel like I earned this, you know, like I've been running and, you know, when I was um, 16, 17, 18, we moved back to Egypt, you know, for me to jo- uh, join university and people would make fun of me in the streets, you know? So like, this is talking about like the late 1990s, you know, where there was no running scene in Egypt at all. But then there was me running in the street. I would turn up the music so loud on my Walkman so that nobody would really like, you know, bug you exactly. Or- So we've come from that to witnessing so many run clubs happening in Egypt at the moment to me becoming the first Egyptian, you know, to to ever, you know, do all the six world marathon majors. And it's just going to be like a dream. And I'm counting the days. And and, and thank you for having me to share the story. So it's very special. And
3: and it's it's not just marathons. You are also summoning mountains as well. She's a jack of all trades. She's done two of the seven World summits. So you got a couple more on your list, five to be exact. Yes. Is this going to be another check off the list? You're going to conquer the world seven um, summits.
1: So look, With your old friend Ross. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so Ross has been like following me very closely. I just came back actually from. Um, an unsuccessful attempt to the highest mountain in the southern hemisphere in, in Aconcagua, in Argentina, um, in South America. So Aconcagua is known as the um, second highest mountain in the world outside the Himalayas, yep. which is pretty much the highest mountain in the world outside the Himalayas. So it's right after Everest. Um, and it's my second attempt. I reached 6,600 meters above sea level, and we had to turn around out of 6962. Oh, I know. Life. What Why happened? Life. Um, I got a bit sick, and it was too fast, like in terms of the acclimatization. So I live at at sea level, like I live in Dubai Marina, you know? (laughs) I mean, there were guys with us from Peru. They live at 3,500 meters above sea level. They're accustomed to this sort of thing. Like the, the altitude gain for them is not so harsh on the body versus, you know, Manel from Dubai Marina. You know what I mean? So I think now I know where I went wrong and what mistake my guide made probably um, my body couldn't like you know tolerate it um, I got something called mild pulmonary edema which subsides as soon as you go back to sea level which is basically buildup of, of extra fluid on the lungs it's a very dangerous Severe. sport Absolutely. and when I felt bad I was like you know what I'm not gonna be reckless like sports supposed to better your life I'm not gonna lose a thumb I'm not gonna lose a toe you know just for the sake of a mountain that will always be there right? Um, I know that, like, I invested like a long time and money. That's the really hurtful part of it. But then again, I came back in one piece. My pulmonary edema is completely, you know, I've recovered.
0: And you still aim to do it again, third time. Third time, 100%. It hasn't put you off at all.
1: Look, at the moment, Like I called my dad I was like, I think this is it. I'm going to sell all my gear when I'm up there because it's, it's very easy to sell it when you're on the mountain because it's very cheap, right? I, I think I'm going to sell all my gear. I don't want to have anything to do with this sport again. I'm just going to focus on, on running. The minute I had base camp, I was like, when can I do this again? (laughs) Like, December 2020? Like, like, are there any expeditions? But there are. So, I'm going.
3: If that's not the spirit we want to have on this show, I don't know what is. So, coming up here, March 1st, we have... Tokyo. We're Shala. coming to Tokyo. We're heading out to the far east. We're going to conquer this this race. I know you're going to get Shala. to that finish line. Thank you're you. you're dealing with a little bit of a bum leg right now. Bum foot right now, but if they wanted to, you know, follow you throughout your race, you still do updates of on course. on she does updates on her social media <laughs> while, while she's doing the race. <laughs> Very, you can crazy. see how we're friends here
1: I'm crazy about social media He watches everything And I was like Come on, run, man run, run Almost there 20 down You know, like 20 to go So I, I'm always online um, You know, before the race I will post my Bib numbers if anybody wants to track me you know they can just like download the app for Tokyo Marathon and then you can literally see when I'm running um Tokyo's five hours ahead yeah. but you guys can wake up a little bit early and uh it starts at 9 a.m in Tokyo so you guys are going to be what like 4 a.m here
0: 4 uh, a.m yeah. that's, yeah. that's early but <laughs> I admit, I'll probably be coming in from probably my <laughs> night time He'll at still, that point Chris <laughs> will
3: still be out uh, Egyptians are taking over in the world of sport right now we're seeing it at the Premier League right now um with Mr. Mohamed Salah, yes. have you, have you became a, I guess, have you, have you jumped on the Liverpool bandwagon? Because they are running away with the English Premier Thanks League right that. now. Thanks yeah,
0: for that, roast, for reminding 100%. us
1: all. Yeah, 100%, yeah, 100%, like, I'm a Mosalah Salah girl, of course, I'm not into football per se, but anything for this guy, like, and you know, like, I just want to take this opportunity to highlight the fact that this guy, you know, was the guy next door, yeah, I mean... Like he is super, super, super humble. And with all this attention, he's still exactly the same. He has not changed at 1%, which I admire a lot. Like contrary to what my people think, no, like this guy is just amazing.
4: Um, I have a question in case Ross and Chris didn't know. um, um, I took up to running 20 years ago. That's that's what that would encourage me to do other sports, you know, the stamina levels. Now, running can be so challenging because, you know, if you you feel like doing it every day, but there are days when you feel like, ah, I'm just I'm just not in the mood to do it. But you still have to push yourself. How do you cope to such kind of a situation?
1: Look, um, you know, because I have all these challenges lined up, so there's, there's no time for me to, like, uh, slack, literally, you know? But then again, there are two ways. And I'm going to tell you my magic, like, you know, trick. secret or trick here, okay? Uh, go buy new gear, like a new outfit that makes you look, Um, cool and excited about running or sports again because if you look good you will perform well you know it's just like it's a rule and up uh your playlist like you know you you have to listen to new tunes constantly change the route or the course of where you run like you don't you can't wake up every morning and go to the palm or you can't wake up and go to the kite beach you can't do that you're just gonna hit a wall inside your head
4: yeah, and your favorite running track in dubai is would be
1: um well marina because i live there i've been living there since i moved to dubai and i love running in the palm because you know i use the nike run club app and then you can gps it and then it looks like a palm tree yeah so your running track literally looks like a palm tree
0: give us some insight if you can mani uh, you mentioned nike there i, I want to know why and you wear the emblem with great pride <laughs> You are an ambassador. How did they come calling? Give us a little bit of a kind of a little bit of an insight into that, because there is no doubt an Adidas or a Nike come calling mm-hmm. in the sporting world. Still waiting on my call. Yeah, I'm still waiting <laughs> on mine as well for good reasons. <laughs> Maybe as well. they'll call
1: you after this one, Rossi. Okay, you will be shocked actually to uh, find out that I reached out to them. Did you really? After I um, founded Surviving Hijab Online, and the fact that you know we went from eighty girls in August 2014, to 40,000 girls or women in November 2014. And I was 34 years old at the time. So for the first time in my whole entire life, I felt like I can make a difference in the world. Like for the first time, women were actually looking up to me. They were listening to what I had to say. And I was making a difference. So my idea was, why can't I reach out to a sporting brand? Because I'm already like hands-on. You know, like heart and soul in sports, and ask them why aren't they catering for Muslim women in the world? And you sent an email to who? Who
0: did you send? I sent
1: out an email to the head of coaches in the Middle East. His name is Tom Wolfe. He's my mentor at the moment. He's English, and um, I got the I got the um, I got his email address from a girl who worked with me in the gym. And I said, look, I know that you're, her name is Salma. She's, she's also very famous here with all the work that she does. And I said, can you connect me to someone with Nike? Because I have this crazy idea to reach out to Nike and say, why aren't they catering to Muslim women? Why, why aren't we seeing women in a hijab featured in campaigns? And I wrote that exactly in my email and I attached a link to my Surviving Hijab um, Facebook group and a couple of pictures of me running. I looked good. In these uh, pictures. <laughs> um, you know, I stated like all my accomplishments, like my sports accomplishments, like, you know, scuba diver, mountaineering, triathlons, um, marathons, everything. And I said, when are we going to see a campaign that features Muslim women? Two months and I became the first ever cover girl to appear in a Nike running Middle East campaign. And you know what I learned? No, really. If you don't ask, you, you don't will get. never get. Yeah. You know, people are shy or they say, oh, but what will they think of me? Or like, if I hadn't sent that email, and that email changed my life. Tom Wolf changed my life. Nike changed my life. Surviving Hijab changed my life. And it's all by, you know, putting yourself out there, being brave, not, you know, wor- it, like worrying so much about what will people say, like, who are these people anyway? Yeah. You know? And it happened. And, you know, I, I've been with them now five years. And um, yeah, Nike, and, and Nike you get a lot of kit you. from
0: them as well. I do. She she I has do. she has the and ultimate shoes. amount. She has the and
3: ultimate well. amount of swag, and she's running March first in. Tokyo, in Japan. She is Manny Rostom. You can follow her on Instagram at Manny M-A-N-I Rostom R-O-S-T-O-M. She's the founder of Surviving Her Job. She's done two of the seven summits. She's done 13 marathons and she's going for one of the world majors. She is a big influencer out here in Dubai. Make thank sure you, you follow her. Thank you, Manny, for coming on the show. I thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you
1: for having me. Oh,
3: Thank, thank you. you so much. We're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to be looking at the Barcelona scores.
2: This is The Grill, live from Barasti, where the game is always on. Right, so we'll get a quick score update, if we can, uh, from what's happening down at Barcelona at the moment. Chris McCarty's watching yeah, just this past one for the
0: us. hour mark at the Camp Nou, Tom, it remains Barcelona 2, Getafe 0. It was Antoine Griezmann that gave Barca the lead just after the half-hour mark in that first half. Lionel Messi was the tormentor-in-chief for Hitafe. Lovely little through ball. Antoine Griezmann springs the offside trap and a great little finish outside of the left boot over the on-rushing goalkeeper. And just five minutes later, it was... 2-0, Sergio Roberto profiting from good work from Messi and the uh, substitute left-back junior down the left-hand side, ball comes across, there's Sergio Roberto at the back post uh, just on the weaker left foot of the right back slash right wing, he's a jack of all trades, is Sergei Roberto, that made it 2-0. Pretty comfortable in this opening second half, not much to report, Barca 2, Getafe nil. What's happening in the Bundesliga?
2: Let's go over to Montes, keep an eye on that one for us.
4: Yes, Tom, uh, I can tell you that two games have finished, Augsburg 1, Freiburg 1, Red Bull Leipzig 3, Werder Bremen 0. The other games which are close to conclusion is Union Berlin 2, Bayer Leverkusen 2, Paderborn 1, our, our goal down to Hertha Berlin by 2-1, two, two Hoffenheim 2, Wolfsburg 3. Keep an
2: eye on those scores for you in just a few moments. time. Cup games to look forward to over in Italy. Uh, French League uh, gets underway in the next six minutes. Amiens against PSG is the early kickoff over in france go up to scotland very quickly to find out what's going on up there at the moment Uh, still the away wins have it uh, after 65 minutes hamilton and st johnson still with the opportunity to take the points Uh, hearts though have got one back against hamilton uh, in the second half and we're into what 30 minutes to go in the championship keep an eye on some of those scores for you still 2-2 qpr reading still uh, beating sheffield wednesday as well
0: uh, leads with that important Still lead, uh, Tom. Uh, that important lead against Bristol City. The big one, though. Barnsley have doubled their advantage at Craven Cottage. Fulham nil. Barnsley two. Fulham. We saw West Brom and Nottingham Forest drop two points la- eh, earlier today. Sorry, in their bid for automatic promotion, open the doors ajar, and Fulham have failed to bash that door down. It's Fulham nil. Barnsley two right we are we'll give an eye on
2: all of those the guests though they come thick and fast we'll move we? on to our guests in a few moments time not though before we've uh, mentioned today's competition the prize for that competition is yeah it's
0: a very good one we have got a weekend this is all courtesy of hertz a big shout out to they for this because we've got a weekend in a toyota prado or an suv that's similar to we that we're giving it you could do an awful lot more than that if you wanted to, Tom. You could take it out. You can't, leave um, the, the, you can't leave the Prado for a weekend. You're stuck in it for a weekend. If you want to be stuck in it for a weekend, you can be stuck in it for a weekend. We're giving three lucky listeners a weekend Toyota Prado. Not together. That would be a bit weird. We're giving away three <laughs> You're all stuck in a Prado for a weekend that's together. Too weird. That's You're not too allowed weird. to leave it. That's too weird. We're giving away three. We're also throwing in a 500 Durham Joma voucher. So that's to kit yourself out. We heard from Manny a little earlier. If you want to get your new kit to get out running, then Joma's the place to be. So 500 Durham voucher. We'll throw in that weekend voucher for Hertz, for an SUV. All you've got to do, Roscoe, is tell us what. That's
3: exactly right. You need to text us at 4001. Who won the 2016 Men's Marathon at the 2016 Rio Olympics? If you know the
2: answer to that, text Sit please now to 4001 for your chance to win uh, with Hertz, Joma
0: and more. OK, let's go to the guests. Yeah, another one in thick and fast today as well. You can I... tell there's no Premier League at seven o'clock. It's <laughs> when we open our doors. It's, we'll, we'll take anyone, anyone that's got a sporting story to tell, you're welcome to pop on down. And this man very much is welcome to come down. And there's good reason for that. His name is Dale Noble. He is sales manager of ESM. Now, ESM, eSports Management, they've launched a new initiative and it's an exciting one. We're going to get more details from Dale in just a moment. They're launching a new industry football league, IFL. The concept, it's a simple one. Eight industry leagues, top two from each league, then progressing to a Champions League-style knockout round for a winner-takes-all prize pot. Now, it's the prize pot that will excite an awful lot. And we're going to find out from Dale a little bit more. It's not just your corporate football league. We'll get into it. Dale, first and foremost, good evening. Welcome to our humble abode. Yeah, thanks very much, Chris. It's, uh, It's great to be here. It's great to have you popping down. Now, tell us about this, because IFL, and I love the fact, it's not corporate football league. You've been fancy up at ESM. It's industry football league. Give us an overview.
5: Yeah, so uh, we want to create a a fun and engaging seven-a-side league. Um, Our our vision is to create a football festival-type atmosphere um, and to create an opportunity for the businesses to win bragging rights within their industry and also then to find out who is the best 7 aside team across the
0: major, major industries in Dubai. Now, one thing that you have done here, you've put your money where your mouth is because, forgive me if I'm wrong on this, 135,000 Durham up to in prize money.
5: Yeah, up to. So, so that'll be split. So there's going to be eight industry leagues. Um, and when
0: you say eight industry, eight silos, if you will. What are we this, looking at? Give us a breakdown.
5: Yeah, so we're looking at um, industries such as
0: got a goal got a goal to break away just got to get down to the Spanish La Liga oh. uh, is it too little too late Chris McCarty oh, there's a goal and it's a big one it's gone the way of Hitafi. it's Barcelona 2 Hittafi 1 what have we got 66 minutes on the clock and they've pulled one back of Hitafi. and I can tell you what it's the substitute as well Angel Rodriguez the man that I told you that Barca were looking at. He's climbed off the bench, he's replaced Jorge Molina, and he's finished off beautifully. Ball's coming from the right-hand side. He's readjusted his body, and he's just bent one into that far corner past Ter Stegen. So, Angel Rodriguez off the bench. He's been on the pitch 15 minutes or less, and he's pulled one back. It's now Barcelona two. Hitafi 1. Sorry to interrupt there, Dale. You were telling me eight different leagues, so what kind of industries are we talking?
5: Yeah, so we're looking at uh, banks and finance, hospitality leisure, um, IT and comms, real estate, education, um, aviation, oil and gas. Um, So the major industries here in Dubai, we want them to come together, we want them to compete and we want to see who's got the best seven-a-side
0: team. Okay, so Breaking it down by industry, how many teams per league are you ideally looking for? We're
5: looking between 10 to 12 teams per league. So,
0: for example, aviation, you're looking for, and again, it's quite easy, you're looking for Emirates, Etihad, your... Tanata even as well. Oh, yeah, your Emirates, Guards. Exactly, yeah. Anything to do with aviation, yeah. 10 to 12 7 a teams. Yeah. They will compete for how many weeks? So
5: they'll compete uh, for five weeks um, in the league format. Um, so the top two, so the winner will receive 10,000 dirhams. Oh, nice. Um, the runner up then receives their 3,000 entry back. Feedback, okay. Um, and both teams then progress into the Champions,
0: Champions League. League
5: style, last 16, quarter final, semi final, and then the grand final for up to an additional 30,000 dirhams
0: wow Okay. so I see what you've done here so it's 8 leagues 8 different industries 10 to 12 teams ideally you need buy in I appreciate you need the buy in from different companies out there you run that for 5 weeks top 2 from each industry goes into a 16 team Champions League final style is it an evening or a weekend?
5: it's going to be probably spread over 2 evenings ah nice 2 evenings
0: and then with the goal of winning 30k yeah Winner takes all. Winner takes all in the knockouts. Give us a breakdown and a bit of an insight. Why? What kind of I guess chimed so much with the ESAM? Why an industry football league? Um, I mean, it's something that we've
5: we've looked at doing for for a couple of years. Um, we just haven't quite activated it. Um, we thought the time was was good now to get involved. Um, we have a great location in Gems Heritage School. Um, four premium 7 side pitches there, with a VIP pavilion, large interactive screen, it's perfect location for this
0: type of type of league. So quite interesting that it's all going to be housed in the one roof because it's a, be a lot of yeah, yeah, and I know we had the DAFL, the, the boys from the Dubai Amateur Football yeah. League on the show. I think it was last week. Last so week, it was. yeah. They're a bit of a different offering because yeah. of course it's just open to anyone. This is a little bit more kind of closed shop, and it's under one roof it's yeah. in one venue
5: yeah one venue um in dubai heritage school in dubai land um yeah so as i said amazing facilities um, it is great up there vip up there. a pavilion um and large interactive screen so it's a great opportunity for sponsors to get involved as well um yeah so it's for us it's perfect location. and this is
0: open you're seeking registrations you're seeking teams now
5: exactly yeah we're seeking seeking teams to get involved um registrations are open if you just reach out to us, we'll send across information, registration pack. Um, yeah, it's, it's okay, be ready so to roll you're, out soon.
0: you're looking for 10 to 12 teams yep. per league. What happens if you don't make 10 to 12? Where do you stop it? Where is the kind of registration cutoff point?
5: Registration cutoff um, is around six to seven teams. Um, we may then look to, I mean, if we have a number of industries with only six to seven teams, we'll probably By then merge. just com- merge them um, together. Yeah. Essentially we want to make it as fun, competitive, football festival style. Um, so we don't want the teams waiting around. We're planning to do a few activations, a few soccer AM-esque skill like challenges it. as well. So um, we've, we've got the rebounders, we've got a volley challenge going. So And what's yeah. the
0: feedback been like? Because on the face of it, different silos, different leagues for different industries, bragging rights, you're tapping into yeah, all of that as well, yeah. a bit of in-industry in rivalry on a Sunday morning, a few emails flying exactly, back and forth, yeah, yeah. and then the cash prize as well, which is another massive kind of carrot to be dangled to entice people in what's the feedback been like
5: it's been great yeah a lot of people excited a lot of people wanting to get involved Um, a lot of people asking uh, if they can just represent one industry and and bring in a load of their mates i guess to get involved and that's a no Uh, that's a no that's a no yeah so upon registration um, each team can register up a maximum of 10 players yeah um, and upon registration the UE visa should also be submitted for verification as well. Um, so you
0: can't for example, we work in radio, we can't be calling up our mates Chris oh, Brown, Dale Gordon oh, oh. and the lights and we'll just break away, it's not stayed out, Tomucker getting awfully excited it's the most excited <laughs> I've ever seen you get <laughs> over taffy. <Hitafi. laughs> I mean, so he's you're been a, a, a big Attafe fan.
3: I'm if not, he's not reading about
2: Attafe, he's talking about him. Fan. Just, <laughs> I, I, I'm a fan of the underdog. You know, it's my Scottish heritage. Yeah, Chris I, I get
0: that. Attafe almost leveling things up against Barcelona. I'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, but Dale, just on that then, because you know, ten players, you will double and triple check. We are not going to be able here on radio to call up some favours with some well-known footballers or ex-footballers. Not
5: quite. Know. Not quite. No. Um, I mean, we have a full due diligence team in the office, so um, through, through our youth sports and everything like that, um, so we have all the infrastructure in place to make sure that that, that doesn't happen. Ah, Kurt, you fancy it?
3: Ross, you fancy it? I I'll fancy it but I'm taking the goalie position. That's my position. Well, I'm sorry, mate, you're
0: going up front. <laughs> I'm up top there. Dale,
3: yeah I mean certainly the man putting on this has to be a sports fan yourself. Well, yeah. we have the football on right now, Barcelona going against Getafe. Who's your team you support? Who's your club?
1: Liverpool. Liverpool, oh, so you've been you've had quite it, it you've <laughs> had quite the good
3: <laughs> season this year. It's, it's basically good, all good, yeah. Yeah. all all done and dusted basically. I think Liverpool have seventy three points right now. We're oh, sitting
0: yeah, on top killing
3: it. on top of the league, you have to be very happy with how the club's going. <laughs> Yeah,
5: I mean, it's it's great and it's lovely to see the league table when you, you can tally uh, Manchester United score oh, by two and, and they're still behind Liverpool, so oh, that's uh, that's always a nice thing.
4: As a Liverpool fan, do you think they're going to go unbeaten this whole season? This a
5: very, I think it's a very
4: good chance. Yeah, I think, I think so. it's a very good chance. Um, I think, I think, so I think this, well. the
5: group and the squad look so strong, um, well gelled together, so I think, yeah, great yeah, opportunity. Is the Premier for
4: League or the Champions League for uh, Jurgen Klopp? <laughs> Premier League. I think every Liverpool yeah.
5: fan wants Premier League this year. So,
3: and did you ex- did you at all expect this team to be this good coming into the season?
5: Uh, I, I mean, uh, most Liverpool fans would have expected Man City to be closer, um, give us a better run um, than they have so far. So. Yeah, I, I always knew we'd run close, but to be this far far ahead of this stage is yeah, it's it's amazing.
3: Yeah, and certainly if they if they do win the Premier League and they do win the Champions League, Jurgen Klopp gets a statue somewhere in Liverpool, oh, doesn't he?
0: No doubt. Yeah, if they go unbeaten, I tell you what, I hate to say it, but if Liverpool win this league unbeaten and win the Champions League there's a real discussion to be had that they're the best Premier League team that we've seen certainly when you consider that would be three Champions League finals in a row two of them back-to-back successes and an unbeaten season when you consider what well, Arsenal in 2003 for that invincible yeah. team they drew 12 matches yeah. I'm not taking anything away from them they won 26 they drew 12 they finished unbeaten but you boys right now are 24 and 1 in yeah. their 25 games I mean there's a difference there if Liverpool do go on and finish this season unbeaten you're confident that they'll do that in terms of this though want to get back to what while you're here Dale this evening I appreciate the temperatures are dropping a little it's getting late in the evening you've probably got things better things that you could be doing tell us where's the best place to go and register interest I know you're on Instagram I know you guys are doing a lot on yeah. that where's the place for anyone out there whether they're a part of a team whether they're a CEO whether they just want more information where to go
5: yeah the best place is to get in touch get in touch with myself um, you can get in touch with me at deal@asm.ae. Yeah, that's D-A-L-E at es ae. Um, and more than welcome to call up the office. Any one of the ESM staff will, will help you out and answer any questions or queries you may have. Um, yeah, we'll be we more than happy to take your call. Just quick maths and all
0: of this. It's yep. three thousand Durham to register a team. Exactly. Yeah. So maximum of ten players, so we're looking at about three hundred Durham's ahead. Yeah. And that's it. There are no hidden costs. That's it.
5: Yeah. That's, and that's it. Five weeks. That's five weeks. So each team will get a, providing that there's. 12 teams in each league minimum of 11 games yeah um, and how long are the games uh, they'll be 25 minutes straight through
0: nice okay So plenty you get, of football here. yeah plenty of football yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm breaking all this down five weeks if there's 11 teams you're getting 25 25 minutes per game you're spending what it averages about 60 dirhams around that, for yeah. your night which, is, which is decent yeah, and yeah. if there are 11 teams you'll have to play two games in an evening
5: uh, yeah, so there'll be two
0: games, yeah. It's good. Two it's games,
5: good. so, yeah, and then, as I said, we're going to get a few activations going in between times, so get a wee bit of a leaderboard, a bit of banter going to that as well. Love it. Uh, a few soccer AM challenges and a uh, bit
0: of a volley challenge it's going. It's a great so. idea. So the top two, you get your money back if you finish second, and you get 10 grand if you top your league. Yeah. And then you're into the sixteen. Into
5: the knockouts where it's winner takes all for up to
0: another 30K. I like it. I like it an awful lot. Can we put in a team?
5: You can, you can.
0: We're going to put in a team. We're going to put in a team. Ucker, uh, I've no, never seen you play football. Can you play? Uh,
2: I've I've been known to. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> say it's my first game, but uh, I'll open the batting. Don't <laughs> worry about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> open the batting. It is. It is at James Heritage, and James Heritage is well known for its cricket facilities. That's but true. You're yeah. assuring me there are football pitches there up are, there. There are.
5: There are four seven okay. aside pitches there. It's uh, a great. Great location.
0: At uh, Dale at esm. That's, That's it, the email. Yeah. In terms of a website, can you push anyone to or the Instagram?
5: Yeah, esm.ae is the, is the ESM.ie. website. SM.ie. and yep. get on
0: the Instagram as well. Yep. It's a great league, this. It's going to be really good. And it kicks off. When are you looking to kick it uh, off? It's going to kick off 8th of March. 8th of March. Okay, so you've got a month. A month left, take. yeah. A month left. We'll, we'll register. Oh, start the training now, yeah, boys. We <laughs> will start the training. I want to be there. 10 grand with a potential. 10 grand to win your league, league and yeah. then 30. So you could walk away with 40 First. grand. <laughs> who, who are you going to get from our radio station? <laughs> oh, there's, there's some decent players. I'll get enough. Where have <laughs> they been A-R-N. hiding the last six years? ARN. I'll find a team. Big Rossi. He can play in defence. Danny Norton down the wing. Tom Harker up front. We'll oh, find I'm a team. A, I'm a, I'm <laughs> a, I'm I'm you're out. wearing the nine. Oh, there's Khalid as well. Khalid yeah. from Al, Al-, Al- Arabiya. We'll have a team. A team that I think, Jeepers, when it comes to, tele- what will we be under? Will we be under media? What will we be
5: uh, it. IT and comms. IT and comms. Coms
0: many IT guys out there that love <laughs> football we'll, I think we'll be alright we'll finish top two we'll get into the Champions League chances to win so 40 grand essentially for the winning team
5: yeah essentially yeah
0: and then Up to. six weeks or seven weeks run for it six weeks six, six weeks, weeks. Yeah. and then what you start straight away again or do you have a little break
5: uh, we'll probably we'll probably have a break and we'll, we'll look to, to run it probably three, three, four times throughout the year. Um, we might do an indoor one during the summer as well. we got some good locations um, for an indoor league as well. So. Four
0: times a year, 40 times four, that's 160 grand. It's, it's the old cha-ching over here, isn't it? You know, you're doing, <laughs> doing the maths. Yeah, I tell you, if you're a decent player out there and you've got a good network of, uh, of footballers in your current employment, if you do run it four times a year, 160k is not to be scoffed at. No, no. 16k per player or 10 players. I'm doing the money. Get math. off the money, <laughs> would you? Look <laughs> at football. Screech. Screech. Yeah. It's Someone needs a raise. Forget about <laughs> getting, yeah, I, I really do. It's That's a, a conversation for it's another day. great eh? initiative. <laughs> it is a brilliant initiative. Dale, thank you so much My for popping on down. Phenomenal initiative. 8th of March, esm.ae for more information. You can email Dale directly, dale at esm.ae, and I'll say it again. Up to 135 grand Durham up uh, for grabs.
2: We will take a short break uh, so that uh, Chris McCarty can compose himself, uh, get away from the money. Crunch uh, we, the we, we crunch the numbers yet yeah, again. We'll come back and we'll wrap things up down here. Live from Barasti, where the game is always on. Unbelievable goal! This is The Grill, live from Barasti, where the game is always on. Right, obviously, we were talking a little earlier on about the fact that uh, the UA Tour is just around the corner, and of course, the first ever Dubai Women's Tour as well. Uh, lest we forget, we've also got the start of the
0: tennis. Monday, is that right? It is, yeah. It uh, all kicks off down at the Aviation Club, and a mouth-watering draw made a little earlier today. Colin McLaughlin, of course, Vice President of Dubai Duty Free. He would have been down there, uh, Master of Ceremonies and all, and there is an absolute mouth-watering. Opening round tie. It pits two-time champion Alina Svitolina, third seed this time around as well, and she's going up against the recent Australian Open finalist, two-time Grand Slam winner Garbini Muguruza. Karolina Pliskova also in attendance. Annette Contavit owns Jabert as well, the Tunisian, and we've got Sofia Kenin as well, your Australian Open winner. It's a great lineup. And lest we forget, Kim Clijsters <laughs> making her tough one. Oh, yeah. Kim Clijsters long awaited comeback. First time in Dubai as well. She's up against to Kim Kiki Burtons Oh, that is oh, that's a doozy of an opening round. Got the for world Kim number six against her. Don't rule out Kim. Getting Sorry, not better. the world number six, the number six seed in the number tournament. Number six seed is Kiki Burton's but uh, that's a good, that's another good tie. Thirty-six years young Kim, now is Kim.
3: Kim Kim Kleisters has
0: always been on top of.
3: Ross Chris favorite athletes. Oh, the she's time. brilliant she's, Kim and and I've always had kind of a secret crush on Kim Kleisters as well so. I will be sure Secrets to tell up. her that T- tomorrow, Secrets Ross. I'll, Secrets take,
0: I'll take a picture of you. and I'll show her tomorrow. Right. I'm not quite sure if Kim I think she's a happily married woman is Kim Kleisters? but uh, Very happy yeah, for great her. great to see her here making her first appearance in Dubai um, she uh, apparently Kiki Burton's idol
2: is Kim Kleisters.
0: Yeah, Kiki Bertens uh, what's Kiki Dutch or Belgian Dutch. herself she is Dutch is Kiki Bertens I thought that so yeah I mean listen who wasn't for anyone in the lowlands Belgium Netherlands growing up Kim Clijsters a hero Grand Slam champion multiple Grand Slam champion remember her rivalry with Justine and Arden or Justine and mm. as she now is of course another one who retired a little too early for me as was the case with Kim but you know she's she's got caught the bug once again she's 36 years of age she's seen the likes of Serena Venus Roger Federer from the men's what they're capable of doing they've retained their quality and she feels that she wants to give it another
3: go there's nothing better in sports than an old athlete still going at it that's what is that's the biggest story right now in sport anytime you have someone trying to do a redemption project or come out of retirement or resurrect their career it's going to get a lot of eyes looking, looking forward to it. It really yeah, some
2: really interesting first rounds just looking through some of them's got anya sabalenka the number seven seed she's taking on uh, the greek maria sakari who is still in St. Petersburg at the moment, contesting the semi-finals there tonight uh, in that event, so it could be a late arrival there. Mouthwater and Kush between two wildcards, the third-seeded Svitolina uh, and Margaruthers was mentioned there. And then, of course, the reigning Dubai champion, Bencic, yeah. who will be tested from the get-go. She opens uh, against last month's Aussie Open quarter finalist, Anastasia a Cinkover, so. It's a good one. It's a tough one,
0: but then Absolutely. it was was going to be, wasn't it, given the strength of the draw this year? Strength of the draw, it's a real good field once to, once again put together. OK, we had a couple of withdrawals, Ash Barty being one of those through injury, and we also saw Bianca Andreescu as well, but Garbini Muguruza in, Alina Svitolina giving a late wild card. It means that two out, two in, it's a real good field, and then we're leading in. To the men's week which is another belter Roger Federer Novak Djokovic Stefano sits the past to name three it's two good weeks of tennis if you love your cycling and you love your tennis good luck cloning yourself because you can't be at both places at once it's great
2: uh, let's get over to some more live sport uh, and of course updates on sport let's go stateside with Russ Christ
3: yeah, let's head on to the diamond right now because the biggest story coming out of the United States right now has to be with Houston and the sign-stealing scandal. We touched on it earlier in the show to bring you up to speed. The 2017 World Series champions, Houston Astros, were caught red-handing, stealing signs using technology during their home games our opposing teams, giving them quite the competitive advantage. So now it raises the question, gentlemen. Is that World Series tainted? Should that title be removed? Should, should, should it say Houston on the plate? You know, a lot of people right now are coming out and saying, quite frankly, no. They shouldn't be the, the World Series champions. Not giving it to someone else, but maybe just saying that's a vacant World Series championship. But the apologies, the, the the apologies have came out from players that were on the team, uh, team officials as well. Have There's they owned
0: the, up to it? Have they said they're said they starting
3: to own up. The, the, the manager and general manager were fired by the owner. The owner came out and kind of gave a half-hearted apologies and now, finally, the Houston Apology Tour has gone viral.
6: You know, they didn't find anything. You know, they they found what they found in, in, in 2017. They really good investigated. Obviously, they, they did an investigation on, on you know, the buzzer. They didn't find anything. So, you know, when you said you don't believe that I didn't have a buzzer, you don't believe in what MLB investigated. so... We didn't play 162 games at home. We we played a lot of games on the road. We played really good. And, you know, we have, you know, like I said, I know what happened happened. But if I see around, I see Springer, I see, you know, Bregman, they're they're really good, man. And, you know, they all feel bad. We all feel bad. You can, you can tell. I mean, it's about moving forward today. Do you regret it?
1: Do you regret
6: the sign stealing team? I, I, I am. I am sorry. I, I'm remorseful. I regret it. I wish you guys hadn't
1: done it.
6: Yes. Baseball players are human beings um, and human beings make mistakes and um, I'm sorry for all the choices that we made. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that that's something that's uh, positive that comes out of this. I, I think, uh, you know, like I said, there's a lot of questions going around the league and the one thing as a pitcher that you want is to just be thinking about getting guys out. You don't want to have to have a lot of stuff on your mind. And for the last, uh, you know, four or five years, th- there's been a lot of other stuff uh, on a lot of people's minds. Um, you know, multiple signs, nobody on base. I think you've seen a lot of different organizations doing that for a while now. Um, you know, I, and and I think uh, it's going to be up to the commissioner's office. Uh, and and I think uh, we can work with them. We can work with the MLBPA to come up with a system that ensures a competitive and even playing field throughout MLB.
3: Last voice you hear there is their ace pitcher, Justin Verlander, a vet who's been around many years, started his career in Detroit before coming over to Houston, thinking that some good can come out of this cheating scandal. One man who wants nothing to do with the Houston Astros and called them flat-out cheaters, saying that they stole his ring from him, it was 2017 Rookie of the Year, Cody Bellinger of the Los Angeles Dodgers.
6: I thought the apologies were whatever. Uh, I thought Jim Cranes was weak. I thought Manfred's punishment was weak, giving him immunity. I mean, these guys were cheating for three years. You know, I think what people don't realize is Altuve stole an MVP from Judge in 17 um, Everyone knows they stole the ring from us. I know personally I lost respect for those guys um, I think I would say Everyone in the show in the big leagues lost respect for those guys I don't know what human hits a walk-off home run against Roldis Chapman to send your team to the World Series and One has the thought to say don't rip my jersey off, but to own the tunnel Change your shirt and then come out and do your interview, like that. That makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense to me because I know me. Gary Sanchez said yesterday, you can rip my shirt off, my pants off. I sent my team the World Series off for all this Chapman and the ninth inning at home. You can do, you know. I'm going crazy.
3: Have we heard the last of this one or not? No, we have not heard the last of We've seen some firing, some people that are being proactive in their organization. Red Sox dismissing then bench coach Alex Cora, who was on the Houston uh, Houston team. He now managed the Red Sox. He got dismissed from his role. We saw the GM and the manager. For Houston get dismissed as well but now it comes down to the players some players took part in it other players said I'm not going to be part of this that were on the Houston Astros the players that I think that were the ringleaders are going to face some hefty suspensions I don't think they're gonna be but I think the the ringleaders might not even be playing
4: baseball this year
2: Uh, right what have we got for you Uh, a bit of cricket news for you Uh, what's going on India
4: Uh, yes uh, Tom India's playing a tour game against New Zealand 11 uh, three-day match where uh, India were dismissed for 263 in the first innings. Uh, in New Zealand's reply, uh, was 2235 all out. India are currently at 59 for no wicket and looking for an openings, opening uh, spot at the moment because India are without Shekhar Dhawan and Rohit Sharma. So it's the youngsters who have to step in, in the form of Prithvi Shaw, Mayank Agarwal, or Shubman Gill. Headache for Ravi Shastri and Virat Kohli decider tomorrow uh, in the uh, South Africa England tour Super Sport Park
2: down in Centurion we'll see the T20 decider after two thrilling finishes in the previous two games, England winning last night's game, second game in that series by two runs and losing the previous one by one run. So that one will be tomorrow, 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we'll have details right here on Dubai I a at 3.8. Uh, we are getting ready for the late kick-off
0: in the Premier League. Chris McCarty's just casting his eye over the teams. Indeed, yes. Carroll Road is the venue. It is Norwich City against Liverpool. This a repeat of the opening game mm. of the brand-new Premier League season. It was a Friday night. I remember watching this one over in Manchester before, of course, United-Chelsea in that opening weekend. Norwich acquitted themselves very well that night. They were still steamrolled by a far too good Liverpool side. As for Norwich, I can tell you, Tim Krul once again, the Dutchman starts in goals. It's a back four of Max Aarons, Christoph Zimmermann, Grant Hanley, the skipper, and Z- Sam Byron. It's then Alexander Tettey and Kenny McLean. Kenny McLean, of course, formerly of Aberdeen. A couple of new faces for, further up the field. You've got Lucas Rupp, the German, who was brought in from Hoffenheim in January. Andrej Duda, the Slovak midfielder, on loan from Hertha Berlin. And then Todd Cantwell, the youngster, who this past week was talking up the fact that he believed he's good enough for a top six team in the Premier League and of course they are led by their talisman it is Timu Pukki the goals have dried up a little bit in recent weeks he had that blistering start but he will once again remain the danger man for Liverpool it was he that scored at Anfield in that heavy opening day defeat as for Liverpool it's as you were it's as you would expect there's only one place that I think this is short of their best 11 Alisson starts and goals back four it's the best back four in the Premier League by a country mile Alexander-Arnold Andy Roberts and left uh, wing, back, uh, left back Virgil Van Dyke and Joe Gomez, two best centre halves in the league as a partnership, no doubt in my mind about that. Jordan Henderson, Jorninho Wijnaldum and Naby Keita. That would be the only difference for me. I think Keita would come out, Fabinho would come in in my best Liverpool eleven, And then it's the big front three, Mohamed Salah from the right. Uh, It's Roberto Firmino and in actual fact, yeah, Alex Oxley-Chamberlain in ahead of Sadio Mane. So two changes you would make from that Liverpool side, their strongest eleven. Make no mistake about it. That is a team capable of winning anywhere at any time. I fancy them tonight. I fancy them to win. Quite handsomely, Jurgen Klopp in the build-up to this one has said that the boys have been training intensely with their fortnight off. I think this is the final run for Liverpool. I do think they finish the season unbeaten and I fancy them to get the three points tonight. Prediction, Monty?
4: Um, I'm predicting a 3-0 scoreline to Liverpool tonight and uh, heading into the Champions League with full of confidence.
2: Uh, Roscoe?
3: Yeah, they've been saying to me all week long, you know, Ross, you're playing in the Emirates Softball League. How about we get some scores out there from oh, the league? Right, yeah. So, you know, the guys from the league, let's just go over the scores from Thursday night, the co-ed league, Group A, the Untouchables lost to the Shockers, 19-15. to Love Familia beat my team, the Desert Ballers, 20-16, to although I went two for three from the play. I tried to make things interesting out there. And the Runnins lost to the Roughnecks, 7-13. to Congratulations to the B-side, the Falcons, Beat the scared hitless 15 to 11 in pitch black loss to the Rams, 20 to 17. The Falcons are now in first place with six points. Scared hitless sitting at the bottom of the table with zero points in the league.
2: Amiens taking the first-half lead against PSG a game in the French League this evening. Serhu Guehrese, the goal scorer, after just five minutes of that particular game. A little earlier on in the Bundesliga, uh, the points went to Bayer Leverkusen. They beat Union Berlin. Freiburg, Augsburg finished one apiece between them. Leipzig take all the points against Werder, and wins also for Hertha Berlin and Wolfsburg. Getting ready for Dusseldorf against Borussia Munchen, Gladbach, and just casting eyes over. Uh, the full times coming in in the championship, some significant scores in the championship uh, throughout the course of the afternoon Birmingham Brentford finished one apiece down there Cardiff and Wigan finished two apiece uh, in Wales Blackburn have been charted on by two goals to nil Derby won Huddersfield won uh, Barnsley have thrashed Fulham by three goals to nil at Fulham, uh, big result for Barnsley, not great news for Fulham Leeds have held on to that one goal advantage against Bristol City, uh, Millwall have beaten Preston away at Preston and QPR, a significant and emphatic victory against Stoke beating them by four goals to two. Two games ongoing, Chris McCarty Luton and Reading both Leading and both winning on
0: the road against Middlesbrough and yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, full time's just come in. Middlesbrough 0 Luton 1 and Reading have gone to Sheffield Wednesday and won by three goals to nil I tell you what, it's a cracking weekend if you're a Leeds United fan. Why? Well, West Brom and Jalby, top of the league, they've dropped two points. You've closed the gap to four because of your win at home to Bristol City. Fulham thrashed at home by Barnsley, they've dropped three points. Brentford held at Birmingham, they've dropped two points. Nottingham Forest drawing at West Brom, dropping two points. And Preston. To North End in sixth where well, they've just been beaten at home by Millwall. If you're a Leeds United fan this evening you're smiling once again.
2: Well there's three other people that will be smiling as well because they're going to be spending a full weekend uh, in a Hertz car dressed in Joma outfit, <laughs> not being able to get out. And those winners of today's competition yes, are? Yes,
0: the answer, though, Ross, to your question, 2016 Olympic marathon champion was? Elliot Kachobe. It certainly was. A lot of you getting in touch. A lot of you have got it right. Randomizer has picked three. So congratulations to Chris Henderson. Congratulations to Mazin Musa, And congratulations to a man by the name of Nelson. The three of you have been successful. Congratulations. Our prize team will be in touch. You are driving off Hertz. It's an SUV. It's a Toyota Prado. And you're also picking up that 500 Durham. Uh, Joe, my voucher as well. Result. Fellas, thank you very much indeed.
2: Can't thank you enough. Uh, Where did that three hours go? Uh, It has flown by. Plenty of special guests. All of it will be available on the podcast straight after the show. Just get yourself onto the website. Monty, cheers for turning up. Thank you. you, Chris Chris McCarty,
0: good to see you. Thanks, pal. Top man. Thank you, Tommy. Enjoy your week. Yeah, enjoy your week. 4am starts for you. Business breakfast is where it's at. Tomorrow, 6am. Glad it's you and not me, mate.
2: Virgil Arab tomorrow morning, 6am. Live OB. Loving it. Uh, Thank you very much indeed,
3: Roscoe. Yeah, looking forward to the family fun night next weekend at six o'clock friday at the dubai little league fields if you have a kid and you want to see what little league's all about come on out six o'clock i'll be there look forward to seeing you there
2: Looking forward to seeing you there as well. 4001, if you want to have your say, as always, we're back. Uh, in fact, we're not back here next week. We are down at the tennis. So do join us uh, live from the Dubai Duty Free Tennis Championship over the course of the next couple of weeks. And then we'll be back at uh, what promises to be a warmer Barasti in a fortnight's time. Thanks so much indeed for your company over the course of the last few hours. Uh, and of course, if you're looking for somewhere to watch your football, your rugby, any sport for that matter, get yourself to Barasti, where the game is always on.
0: Toronto.